Hello, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. This month, we've been looking at brain health, prevention of dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and how to avoid decline in mental functions. You do not have to lose abilities as you get older. This week's show was harder to put together because there are so many toxins that are linked to dementia and other neurological problems, but you really have to put your detective cap on and find a lot of them. I'm going to cover some of the most common ones along with some of the prescription medications that are linked to an increased risk of Alzheimer's disease. But you know, now... Dementia of all sorts is on the rise. And in fact, by the year 2060, just a few years from now, that rate is expected to double. Did you know that in 1983, Alzheimer's was rare? Neurologists hardly knew about it. And now it is one of the leading causes of death. It isn't just because we're testing better. It is wildly increasing. More importantly, there is no meaningful treatment at all. Drug therapy has been really disappointing, giving no hope, no reversal, no real effective treatment. That's for drugs and medical therapy. But in recent shows, we discussed the really good news is that so much can be corrected or prevented with diet and lifestyle and targeted supplements to help. Okay, so in the first week we talked about the six most important things, these foundational things that you need to be doing to protect your brain. You know, a good, healthy, highly nutritious diet and a critical BMI, that's number one. Number two, exercise. Regular aerobic exercise may have as much as a 50% reduction in Alzheimer's risk. Then toxin avoidance, we're gonna dig into that today. Number four, stress management. Stress shrinks your brain. After And then also uh, restorative sleep. You've got to have good sleep because that's when the brain clears out the toxins, including amyloid. And finally, you gotta keep the brain stimulated and exercised. You know, you stop thinking, you rest your rust. So you got to keep learning. You know, it is a different world today and we really need to upgrade our treatment plans. We've got to change the way we talk about health and medicine and pay attention to these simple unbending rules of biology. They're not drugs and they can make a foundational difference. You know, we've talked about diet and lifestyle. We've talked about supplements. So today, I'm digging in to the toxins that have come to be called dementogens. Dementogens. You know, we talk about obesogens, the environmental toxins that make you gain weight. We talk about carcinogens, the ones that cause cancer. But dementogens, those compounds that can cause dementia, toxins in our air, our water, our food, Our biology just cannot adapt this fast. If you're taking in so many toxins your body can't process, that spells trouble sooner or later. And your neurological health is very sensitive and can be really problematic. I mean, you look at children 
ADHD, Autism Spectrum Disorder, Intelligence, Everything is Changing, and For the Worse. So what is the root cause? You know, all of these six things can cause it. 21st century problems require 21st century treatment. And doctors Bredesen, Hyman, Perlmutter, Amen, Gottfried, these are all leaders in the functional medicine world reversing Alzheimer's disease. Yes, they are actually reversing. That's so exciting. You know, it's not just one pill. It can be many things. In fact, Dr. Bredesen's training that I've taken, his original research found 36 factors that can be tested for that can be implicated in Alzheimer's. You know, they require change. You know, his analogy is, if you've got 36 holes in your roof, patching one isn't going to do much. Another one that I tell people who have maybe given up sugar and think they should be feeling great, you know, if you're sitting on three tacks and you remove one, are you going to feel better? Is aspirin going to take care of it? Nope. You got to remove all the tacks. So, I mean, we really do have to make some changes in the American lifestyle. With the brain, early on, you know, you may be calling it brain fog or senior moments or forgetfulness or fatigue. It is just that the brain is not well, but it can get better just like with other conditions. It takes work, changes in diet and lifestyle. Bredesen wrote the book, The End of Alzheimer's, and now his new book is following up on his patients that have recovered, okay? You know, he's, he's completed a lot of studies and trials, and they show benefits, improvements in over 80 to 84% of the people that have made the changes. Removing the root cause, improving diet and lifestyle, no, not overnight. Sometimes it takes a few months to see improvement, but declining function stops faster, and it begins to reverse. How exciting. I mean, it's not a single drug out there. No one has shown improvement, you know, let alone reversal in dementia. Drugs just aren't going to do it. You know, and some of these people in Bredesen's program, six to eight years out from the initial study, they're still showing sustained improvement. Executives that were able to go back to work and even start new companies. I mean, this is exciting. This is wonderful. And for us women, it's even more critical because we got to get a handle on this because we as women are twice as likely to develop it as men. We live longer. We're more at risk. You know, you don't want to live your last years in confusion. In fact, women are at even greater risk for dementia than breast cancer over a lifetime. Sooner we clear out the diet and lifestyle errors and begin to avoid and detoxify these harmful chemicals, the better your brain can function. You know, if all is good, low inflammation, good hormone levels, low toxins, enough vitamin D, everything pretty optimal, you have no amyloid problems. You're going to be building brain cells and connections. But on the other hand, if you're insulin resistant, you got lots of toxins that are endocrine disruptors, a sad diet, stress, depression, all of these things I'm going to touch on, you are not able to build brain cells and connections between them. You know, there are factors in the environment right now that can be significantly and negatively affecting your brain. 
Your brain burns about a fifth of your body's energy. That's why the brain becomes so overwhelmed and damaged. You know, when we think genetic tendencies, genetics cannot explain the whole pictures of late onset Alzheimer's. In fact, there is no combination of genes that inevitably leads to that disease. Scientists, researchers, doctors are looking for all the evidence and a lot points to toxins. And exposures start with before we're even born. A shocking fact that according to the Red Cross, newborn umbilical cords contain 287 known toxins, artificial chemical toxins. 210 are neurotoxins. And this data was 10 years ago. You know, we just don't look at these things. Amyloid plaque was once thought to be the cause of Alzheimer's. Now we know that it's not that. It's that toxins are inflammatory. And the amyloid plaque may be actually a protective response, possibly anti, probably antimicrobial, and may actually bind to toxins as a protective agent. You know, we've watched drug trials remove the amyloid, and it actually worsened the disease and sped up the decline. Plaque is a byproduct, not the toxin. Toxins absolutely can be part of the cause. So we're looking at these toxins, metals like mercury, lead, cadmium, and arsenic, as well as fluoride, radon gas, air pollutants like sulfur dioxide, nitrogen dioxide, ozone, carbon dioxide, and a lot more. And then organic chemicals, pesticides, paint thinners, petroleum products, just to name a few. Then you've got cosmetic ingredients, phthalates, bisphenol A, BPA, but really all the plastics, you know, they're found in your food storage, dental sealants, flame retardants, even baby bottles. And how about those binkies? Oh boy. And then you've got the old DDT, There's been a strong link between pesticides and Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. There's so many more. Go to the EWG.org to get a complete listing, but you really just have to become a detective. Then you've got biotoxins. These are toxins produced by bacteria, mold, viruses that contribute to cognitive decline and the pathology of Alzheimer's. We know Lyme's disease, Epstein-Barr, just to name a couple. But now COVID has left many with lasting brain fatigue. Many researchers are watching for a big increase in dementia following COVID. Now, I just have to touch on diet pop. It is so bad for the brain. You know, researchers in Boston crunched the numbers and found that people who consume diet soda are nearly three times as likely to experience stroke and dementia and depression and kidney damage and type 2 diabetes and metabolic syndrome. You know, despite the claim for weight loss, results actually show an increase in weight and even type 2 diabetes. The artificial nature confuses the body harms the gut microbes. You know, we really need independent research on all this stuff, not corporate sponsored. 100% of the studies done by artificial sweetener companies find it beneficial, whereas 100% of the independent research finds it's bad. Makes you wonder. 
that's why we need independent research. Now I have to talk on a mit, just a minute on glyphosate Roundup. It kills and affects the microbes that are in our gut. That's going to increase inflammation, oxidative stress in the gut, in the brain. The microbes are powerfully independent and interdependent on our hormones. They are the gatekeepers of inflammation in the gut. European Union and the World Health Organization has implicated glyphosate in cancer. So avoid it by eating organic and definitely avoiding GMO. These bacteria process the toxins to eat them, either make them more or less toxin. So you gotta, you gotta keep it out of your diet and you can even run a test to see how much you have. Finally, drugs that may cause memory loss. I first of all, I'm going to give a little caveat here. Be sure to consult your healthcare practitioner before stopping or reducing the dosage of any prescriptions. Sudden withdrawal can trigger serious side effects. So your health professional should always monitor and advise you and, and the whole process if it is appropriate for you. Some of the drugs I'm going to discuss result in up to 50% increased odds of dementia, according to a recently published JAMA internal medicine journal. Okay, Some of the class are called anticholinergic. According to Mayo Clinic, those block the neurotransmitter in the brain, acetylcholine. And that's essential for processing in the brain. Doctors prescribe these for all sorts of conditions like chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, bladder conditions, allergies, gastrointestinal disorders, and even Parkinson's. So don't dismiss forgetfulness and mental confusion as a normal part of aging. Scientists, researchers, and many doctors know that memory loss as you get older is by no means inevitable. Forget what you learned in school. We now know the brain can continue to grow new brain cells and reshape connections throughout life. Never accept less. So first class anti-anxiety drugs, those benzodiazepines, that's going to be Xanax, Clonopin, Ativan, Restoril, Halicin, you know, they're, they're associated. Cholesterol drugs like Lipitor, Crestor, Zocor, you know, your brain has, has a lot of cholesterol in it. It needs it needs cholesterol. And in fact, in the uh, pharmacology 2009, three out of four people experienced cognitive effects when they were on those medications. In February 2012, the FDA had a new warning label that were associated with the statins. Proper Mediterranean diet goes a long way. Anti-seizure drugs like Tegretol, Gabapentin, Neurontin, like, like, well, Topamax, Depakote, they can cause memory loss as well. Antidepressant drugs like Elevil, um, they can also, tricyclic antidepressants. You know, all of these affect the neurotransmitters. Then you've got, of course, the narcotics, the opioids like fentanyl, uh, Vicodin, morphine, Oxycontin, they are going to affect the brain. Parkinson's drugs, like, and increasingly they're being, being used for restless leg syndrome, but like Requip, and they can affect memory. Um, hypertensive drugs, like the beta blockers, sleeping aids, oh my gosh, like Lunesta, Son, Sonata, Ambien, they can cause memory loss. Uh, incontinence drugs, 
detrol um, enablix. Those block acetylcholine. In a 2006 study of oxybutynin ER, for example, found that the effect on memory can be equivalent to 10 years of cognitive aging. So instead of being a 67-year-old brain, it was more like 77. And even Benadryl has been associated with memory loss. PPIs, the association is controversial, but Prilosec, Protonix, Prevacid, Nexium, you know, we, we don't know, but we do know that it can potentially be due to B12 deficiency. So a lot of information here. Again, this program is for education only. If you're on any of these medications and you think you may be having side effects, discuss it with your doctor. I encourage you to make the diet and lifestyle choices that are going to be helpful. Dr. Bredesen has a fantastic set of labs and the Recode program that you can find online. I've taken the training and I highly recommend it. That's gonna help you fine tune your approach. That's it. Thanks for listening today and I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. You can listen to this and other similar shows on my website, debford.com or any place you listen to podcasts. Again, have a wonderful day and take good care.